This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 94. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Great to have you here. Uh, the news from my end is that my microphone has broken. So <laughs> I'm having to use an old microphone and the quality is not quite so good. It's very annoying when things break, isn't it? Especially when you need them. But I won't bore you with that. I'm going to get on to the content of the show. Uh, we've got a great question today from Tomas in Spain, I think. I think he said he's in Spain. Well, anyway, it's from Tomas and his mother tongue is Spanish. But I'm rambling, so <laughs> let's thank the sponsors of the show today, italki, the place where you can get your regular language lessons wherever you are in the world, wherever, where, well, wherever you are in your hometown, if you're in the living room or the kitchen, you can have a lesson. That's how cool it is. I use them every single week to get my language lessons, and you can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's dive into today's question from Tomas. Hi, Oli. I'm Tomás from Spain. I've been learning English for four and a half or maybe five years now. And uh, I've always been very focused and motivated with the learning because I love communication. I've recently discovered your amazing podcast and I'm really hooked on them. They're kind of addictive for me. I usually listen to each one of them many, many times because it's my way to really not only grasp what you're saying, but to really acquire the new knowledge, the new words, the new expressions, and uh, your intonation and fluency as well. It's also a useful way for me to get used to the British accent because most of my audio input is uh, American English. So I still haven't caught up with all your podcasts, so I hope no one has done my question before, but here I go. Uh, I have face-to-face um, -face conversations once in a while, and uh, I usually feel pretty comfortable speaking English for 20 minutes or half an hour, but at that uh, point, I feel uncomfortable embarrassed and uh, I get stuck. Uh, it's like uh, my brain has to do a big effort and it, get, it gets uh, tired. That doesn't represent a big problem for me on my language exchanges because when it happens I ask to my mate um, to change to my mother tongue and uh, of course you know, obviously it's the end of the problem. Uh, I'm going to visit London in September, and uh, I wouldn't want that happens to me there. So, do you know how can I manage that? Thank you very much. Okay, Thomas, thank you very much for a very, very cool question. Um, you know, this reminds me of a time, uh, must have been about 10 years ago, and I was in the Canary Islands and uh, with my my good friends there. And... This was right at the beginning when I was first starting to learn Spanish. And I remember that, um, you know, with, with my friend who is actually also called Tomas, uh, <laughs> uh, but he's probably a bit older than you. Um, he, yeah, so we, you know, we would, we, we were, 
you know, really good friends. And we, we were in London. We were living in London at the time. And that's how I learned Spanish, actually, in London with this friend of mine. And it was always very, you know, once I got over the basics, it was quite easy for me to, to speak and practice Spanish with him because I got used to the way he talked. Um, and, you know, that's how I got my practice. Now, when we went to the Canary Islands together for the first time, that was a different story uh, because I realized that obviously not everyone speaks like him. And I remember one evening we went out to this, this beautiful bar uh, somewhere somewhere in, in uh, Tenerife and uh, we were with him and a friend of mine and about 12 or 15 other childhood friends of his. And they were all kind of speaking, you know, not just speaking Spanish, but speaking like local Spanish, you know, the kind of Spanish that they grew up speaking together, which is tough for anybody, even like after, you know, even for someone who's not from there to understand what they're saying is tough. So there I was uh, sort of chatting away, drinking rum and uh, either like a mixture of rum and Coke and rum, rum con limón, rum and like lime or like lemonade or whatever it is. And, you know, having loads of fun and then... So we went out at like eight or nine o'clock in the evening and then an hour, an hour went by and then two hours and three and four or five. And then we were still there at like six o'clock in the morning drinking and talking. Um, but you know, after at a, there came a point at about one or two in the morning when my head just wanted to explode and it, and it kind of came because like I just got so tired from the, like I was not only was I having to speak in Spanish, which wasn't such a, a a big deal for me, but I was also having to like understand what all of these guys were saying in there and really concentrate so that I could follow the conversation. And um, you know, around that time, like two in the morning, it just got too much, and my my head started to hurt, and um, and I just I kind of I kept going, but it, I I couldn't really interact in the conversation anymore because I just got so tired. But you know, I, I, when I look back on that moment, I think you know that's one of the moments when I when my Spanish really stepped up a level and went from good to great because I pushed through this pain barrier that kind of uh, just took me beyond where I was, and I could, I think I could have only have achieved that by actually being in there in that kind of painful moment and having to push through and keep talking anyway. So there is an element of that for you, Thomas, that like you have to, if, if all the, if the only, when you're learning English or any other language, you know, if the only thing you're doing is kind of having 30 minute or 60 minute conversations, you never push yourself that far. And so to a certain extent, the only way you're really going to take your English up to the next level and become very, very strong is by having a lot of extended practice, the kind of, you know, immersion, as they call it, when you, when you can't escape, when you have to keep going. And I think for you, you know, when you say that you get tired after about 30 minutes, that's probably what's going on. You know, you're just not, you just haven't had enough time and, and experience speaking English at length to be able to push through. It's like a muscle, you know, and it does get easier but um, but you do have to put yourself in those situations where you can speak for longer. But, you know, also, I think it's probably not just the linguistic thing, because your English is really good, okay? Um, you know, I, I know a lot of Spanish people, and you're, comparatively speaking, your English is really very good. So I don't think it's just a linguistic thing. 
what often happens is, you know, when you're having conversations or language exchanges or thing or even lessons and things like that, you know, if it if you're if it's all based on conversation, then after about 30 minutes, I find that the conversation starts to wear a bit thin and you have to start to force the conversation, which is not fun for anybody. So that's why, you know, I often like to limit my lessons to 30 minutes or 45 minutes at the most, because I find that that's when you're really in your element and it's when you're really able to to concentrate and focus and, and kind of manipulate the language and still learn. Um, so what I would recommend you do is, is you know, if, you, if you're not able to put yourself in more Im, like immersion environments with English, then what I would suggest you do is to start using those 30 minutes to push yourself and challenge yourself sooner. All right. So typically a good thing to do is to have topic-based discussions and to think about uh, to push yourself in, in using different topics so you force yourself to use different uh, vocabulary and um, and talk about different subjects so you know I don't know how you're running your sessions at the moment but if you're if you're the normal thing you do is just to speak and just to have conversations start to define topics in advance so tell your teacher right today or on, on Thursday we're going to talk about uh, politics and then what you can do then is you can start to prepare for that, for that specific topic, learn vocabulary you need, and then when you have the lesson, you can stick to that topic. Now, if you choose difficult topics, that's a good thing. It means that your brain power is going to be used right from the start when you're fresh. So you're going to probably get tired sooner, but that's a good thing because it means you're going to push yourself through these, these kind of boundaries. So that's probably the, the thing that I would start to look at doing is like find different ways to push yourself in those 30, in those 30 minutes and you know change things up do things a bit different do things that you're not comfortable with that's going to it's going to be hard but it's also going to push you beyond your your current comfort zone all right so i hope that's helpful tomas thank you very much for your question if you would like to ask me a question you can but what i'm more interested in right now is to get some people to uh, to come along and to leave me a, a, a little message to celebrate the 100th episode of the podcast. So what I'd like you to do is to simply leave a message with your name and where you're from and then tell me one thing that you've learnt from this podcast about language learning. Okay, very, very simple. Your name, where you're from and one thing that you've learnt from from me or from this podcast. That would be super cool. And then for episode 100, I'm going to put them all together so we can listen to all these people from around the world um, saying things that they've learned about language learning. I thought that would be really cool. And if you'd like to do that, I'm still looking for some more people to submit. And you can go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash ask to do that. Cool. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. Today, I'm going to give you a quote. Uh, from Thomas Jeff, uh, sorry, not Thomas Jefferson. I was reading a book about Jefferson <laughs> last night. This is from Theodore Roosevelt, so not too far away. And he said, "Nothing in the world is worth having or worth doing unless it means effort, pain, difficulty." I have never in my life envied a human being who led an easy life. I have envied a great many people who led difficult lives and led them well. All right, so I'll leave you to draw your own conclusions about what I mean by that and its relation to Thomas's question about, about improving his English. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.